This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about this is a place. Thank you for listening to This Is A Place podcast. My name is Brandon, and I'm joined by a man who tried to tell a tornado joke, but it was too much of a tongue twister. Nate. It's hard to speak as it is, let alone tell a joke about a tornado. I also heard that you tossed a yield sign into a tornado because you were throwing caution to the wind. That is true. That is true. And uh, you know where the safest place to be during a tornado is? Where's that? The Cowboy Stadium. There's never a touchdown there. Or do you mean Broncos Stadium? No, Cowboys. Oh, okay. Have you seen that meme that has Tom Brady in a Cowboys uniform saying this is the one way to stop Tom Brady from winning another Super Bowl? I did see that. That one's funny. So the other day, I went over to the Family Dollar which is by your house, Brandon. Um, Because if you have their app, almost every Saturday they have a five off of 25 coupon. So spend 25, get $5 off. Um, Good place to go get your stockpile items, like your toilet paper for the next pandemic. Uh, Stuff like that. But I've gone the last two weeks because I went in two weeks ago and they had Bronco lawn chair thing. One of those camping chairs is that what you call them and uh so i thought i'll buy one and then i'll go back the next week the next coupon buy the other one so i get some value there but when i went on this last saturday to get my second chair apparently the lady at the cashier register is a big colts fan and she threw a fit about me buying the broncos chair but then she decided, I'm like, wasn't it a good thing? Because if I buy them, then they get out of your store and out of your sight. And she's like, good point. And I tried to convince her to give me a discount on the other ones that were left, but she wasn't having it. Yeah, that's a fun story that I've just kind of discovered lately. Good. Uh, like I said, I think uh, Family Dollar owns the Dollar Tree. So it's like a lot of similar stuff. Really? Yeah. So I don't really understand Family Dollar. It's not a dollar store, is it? I think the concept is like the dollar store concept, but more, yeah, it's not really a dollar store, but it's supposed to be cheaper. And I wonder how long Dollar Tree can really last before they start calling it a dollar plus or something like that, right? So I wonder if that's why Family Dollar bought them. Eventually all Dollar Trees will turn into just a Family Dollar. Who knows? I don't know. Well, it's, it's a great tip. As you said, a place to go to stock up for your Broncos chairs or your next pandemic. Or even if there's words of a tornado that will be ripping through, it's another place you can get some supplies. Yeah, yeah, that you can put in your uh, tornado shelter kit since we have them very, very often here in Utah. But honestly... It, I did see actually in doing some research, there was a sort of small tornado of some sort, land spout is what they call it in North Ogden. It was just a couple of days ago. Nothing compared to at least 
the tornado we're talking about today that as of the date of this episode was 21 years ago. Yeah. The great Salt Lake City tornado. And in doing research, it turns out that this is the sixth significant tornado Utah's had since June of 1963. This- I did not know that we had them. Well, that's not very often, but I didn't know we had them that often. Since when? 1963? According to Wikipedia, it says this was the sixth significant tornado to, in Utah since June 1963 and one of only two F2 tornadoes, so kind of a real tornado, right, to have hit Salt Lake City since 1950, the other occurring in February of 1965 in Magna. So almost every 30 years, we have a F2 tornado since 1950. Hmm. Well, I misspoke. It's actually 22 years. So we've got another eight years before the next big tornado. So we got some time. And we just had an earthquake. So I think we're good. Yeah. Should be pretty safe for the next little bit. Yeah, we got some time. I unfortunately was not here for the 1999 tornado you were not here i was not here i was living in uruguay and i remember because when you when living in south america sometimes people confuse the fact that you live in the united states that united states is bigger than it looks on the map so people all the time would be like hey you know like one guy we like when we're door knocking comes out is like or he looks at me because my companion was from south america so obviously i was gringo and he says hold on one second and he goes in his house and he comes back out with like a letter for like his friend who lives in new jersey it's like oh hey when you go back home can you draw this off at my friend's house and i'm like it doesn't really work that way you know yeah, that's just like, next door new jersey that's like me telling you to go hand this off to somebody in columbia or something like that right so i'm like this doesn't work that way so i i remember like getting home one night and the landlord lady um she could speak to us through the wall if she wanted to and she's like hey elders and we're like yeah she goes because we were both from utah he says hey there was a, a tornado in utah today and we're both like oh she just thinks utah is the you know whole united states or something like that <laughs> And like, okay, whatever. Yeah, cool. Because we're like, really was in Kansas, lady. Yeah, that's what we kind of thought too, Wyoming or something like that. And we're just like, yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking about, but just like, oh, cool, interesting. And then I think a couple weeks later, I somebody sent me the news paper clipping of the tornado in Utah. So I was like, oh, she wasn't kidding. (laughs) We really did have a tornado. And I missed it. You missed it. Because you know how I love storm chasing. You do? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I do like going outside when it's stormy, though. Ever since storms. you've seen the movie Twister, that's been your fascination. I don't think I've ever seen Twister from start to finish. Really? Mm-mm. It's always playing when you go to Vasa. I felt like when I used to go to Vasa <laughs> and work out, it was always playing in the movie room, whatever they call it. And I always would show up like the last... 30 minutes of the movie so yeah nothing gets your heart pumping like twister is that uh is it helen hunt is she the main helen hunt and 
Um, oh, what's that guy's name? Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. Oh, right. So I need to need to watch that one. Help me prepare for the next great tornado. Yeah. I was here. I was coming home from school and my babysitter was at my house and told me that there's a tornado. You know what? I, I'm realizing something. It was this babysitter that told me a tornado. It was a babysitter that told me about the f- huge earthquake we were supposed to have within 50 years. I had babysitters always delivering the bad news to me. But Your parents just didn't want to be the bad guys. I guess not. Way. They just didn't want to be there for it. But anyway, the, the babysitter was watching the news and told me about the tornado and I was pretty freaked out because I didn't think I remember always being told that we wouldn't have to worry about tornadoes living in the Salt Lake Valley. Just wasn't possible here. I remember that too. Always being told that. How old were you? Oh man, let's see. I guess I was I was six. That's weird. I feel like I was older than that. You're only six years old? Good heavens. So yeah, I've never, only one time I've seen a tornado in the distance. I think we were traveling home from North Dakota. Wow. And holy cow. I know I just bought Billy Joel's cassette. I think it's called Stormfront, which came out in 1989. So that's how long ago it was. 10 years before the Great Salt Lake um, tornado. And we're traveling home, and I believe we're in Wyoming somewhere, and you could see one way off the distance. And it was kind of cool. It was like a smaller town, but but still a lot of people. But they have like a siren, like a weather siren that goes off to warn people that a tornado's coming. It's not like the one they have in the purge, but it's (laughs) some siren. And uh, it was way off in the distance. And my dad grew up in North Dakota, so he's kind of familiar with tornadoes, and he wasn't too nervous. But my little brother was super nervous. And he went, I guess, he told us after the tornado had like passed and we didn't, uh, it didn't get close to us, that the reason that it didn't um, come near us is because he went to the back of the van and said a prayer to scare the tornado away. So very nice. He was probably, so if I was nine, that means he was seven. So probably the same age as you when the tornado hit Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of cool. This I think there was actually two. You could see two off in the distance, like way far distance, but never got a chance. Um, one of my uncles in North Dakota, was he in North Dakota? Was driving his motorcycle, got picked up by a tornado, and I like, threw him into a field. Really? So, yeah. He lived? Yeah. When you're in like the farmlands when it's all fields, you probably have a better chance of surviving when you hit dirt rather than being thrown into a building or car or something like that, right? Or debris, yeah. which is what and, took uh, the one victim of the tornado. One one person lost their life because of the tornado, because he was hit by some debris. Well, that's something. I mean, it might have been in the article I read when I was in Uruguay, but I I did not remember that until I started doing research for this, that somebody passed away, which is unfortunate. And also says that there was 100 plus people that got injured. Yeah. So I didn't realize it was that serious the thing that i always remembered hearing about was 
the windows in the Delta Center at the time were broken. Mm-hmm. And Memory Grove, I believe, lost quite a few trees. Notably a tree that a lot of couples would take a picture in front of for their weddings when they're getting married at the Salt Lake Temple. And in the story my mom always told me was that the tornado was going towards the temple, but then it curved and didn't hit it. I don't know. I've heard that story too from a lot of people. But it did topple a crane that was being used for the building of the LDS Conference Center, right? Oh, really? I didn't read about that. Mm -hmm. And I want to say a couple of people's roofs, like it tore off a couple of roofs in the avenues. Yeah, and part of the roof of the Delta Center, too. I didn't realize it was that, that crazy of a tornado. Yeah, it was pretty big. Pretty big deal. It, it, uh, it measured as a F2 on the, what would you say, how you said it? Fujita, Fujita scale. Fujita scale, which goes from a zero to five, which means two means the, the gust of winds was between 111 miles to 135 miles per hour, or level five is like 200 miles per hour. So it, much that we don't really have tornado shelters yeah. or we don't have the big siren that goes off to warn everybody. That a there, tornado's coming. There is a tornado shelter at my work, though. Is there? Yeah. Is it a tornado slash bomb shelter? I don't know about... I didn't see anything about bombs. It just says tornado on it. Really? Yeah. In the restrooms. Is that for... For tornadoes. Duh. For tornadoes? Yeah. Tornado. The Desert News gives a pretty good breakdown of all the events. You know, it started, at, it touched down at 12.45 p.m. that fateful day, August 11th. Yeah, just tore across Salt Lake for a couple of minutes. 14 um, minutes to be exact. 14, yep. The days that followed, a lot of cleanup happened. Uh, it was called that next day the top weather story of the century in Salt Lake. And then people just started cleaning up. My mom went down one day to help clean up debris and garbage and everything. A couple days after the fact, some stories came out about the tornado victim who was a big champion of autistic kids. Actually, he was from Las Vegas, but was here in Salt Lake for the Outdoor Retailer Summer Market Convention. You look at a place like North Dakota or Kansas, they're kind of prepared for tornadoes, right? Like it's, it's expected. There's places that are going to be hit harder and have much more damage like trailer parks and stuff like that, but they've kind of built their, their cities around tornadoes and a place like Salt Lake is not at all equipped to handle anything like this. So even a a category two tornado is, is a big deal. Right. Most of our buildings downtown are the ones they've made the last 50 years are all probably earthquake ready but we don't really necessarily make our buildings tornado ready no which i wonder too with like with the rains that have happened the last few weeks there's a lot of people who are uh, out of luck because insurance companies won't cover 
the cost to repair their homes because they didn't have flood insurance, right? Or something like that. How does a tornado categorize in the insurance world? Do you have to have tornado insurance? It's one of those act of God things that just kind of. That's what I would think they would probably say, right? Yeah. Which this is a whole other topic, but we're not required to have earthquake insurance here. Mm-hmm. So we don't. What will happen if we get that big one? Is everybody just going to be out of luck? Yeah. That or dead. <laughs> <laughs> it won't matter. I guess not. Yeah, I wonder. I bet you like uh, earthquake insurance policies went up quite a bit after our oh, I'm sure. last year. If you haven't seen videos of the tornado, uh, I would suggest you check it out. It's kind of scary because geez, do you notice how in the video there's like almost looks like there's an explosion. I guess it would have been lightning. That. Um, no. Was, um, shoot. There's like two sparks in the middle of the tornado. And I'm assuming. So, where was I? Where was I? I saw something. So the orange fireball is a power substation exploding upon contact with the tornado. Oh, is so it's not. Yeah, it's not a lightning then. No, I don't think so. Well, that's still scary that a station exploded. Yeah. It's amazing that more people weren't more severely injured. Especially like not being prepared, right? Yeah, like, like it came out of nowhere. No one could have predicted it. Scary stuff. Still doesn't feel like it was that long ago. But all these years later, we won't forget. I'm sure, you know, we're covering this for an episode. I'm sure there will be a couple of news articles out this morning that talk about the same thing. Because sometimes we don't have that much news here in Utah. And so when we have something big like this, we talk about it a lot. And we come back to it over and over again. That is true. Why did the tornado cross the road? To get it the other side? To get the road to the other side. Oh. What do you call it when a tornado interrupts your burial? Oh, I forget. A plot twist. A plot twist. I went to Texas as a tourist only to witness one of the, the tornadoes. And I was blown away. What does what do a hurricane, tornado, and a redneck divorce all have in common? Somebody's losing a trailer. Yeah, someone's gonna lose a trailer, yep. Did you what hear is... about the tornado that went through the cemetery? No. Hundreds turned up dead. Let us know your memories of the tornado. Where were you? What did you witness? And Tell if you've ever your... been in a real tornado. Yeah. Outside of Utah. If you're not listening in Utah. What was that like? Thanks for listening to This is a Place podcast. See you next week.